Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year. We are here for the first call of 2015. I'm excited. It hasn't been quite a full year. We started the group in February last year. But, you know, we were together for a year. We did some of the basics to get everybody up and going. And this year I'm going to be pushing you even further. Had great conversations in December, a lot of one-on-ones. People came over to the house and really talked about what they love about the group. And it was great getting some feedback, some things that people want different. It seems like everybody wants more one-on-one time. So I was trying to figure out how to make that happen without increasing the fee because, of course, you know, people don't want to spend more. And we discussed, you know, keeping the call, not keeping the the middle-of-the-month call. But I'm going to still keep it. I think it's a good option for some who choose to use that middle-of-the-month call. We'll be shaking things up and hopefully getting more participation with that call. There's never going to be a good time for this call to hit everybody that's a member. Just like Rhett said, kids are acting up. She's going to need to listen to the recording. I hope everyone kept that sheet where I put all the calls from last year as a handy reference because, you know, they're on different things. But you should be able to, you know, go back and listen to those calls. Download them to your iTunes so you can put them on your iPod or um, whatever your little device is. I've got one on my phone that I like to listen to when I drive is when I listen to calls. And I've even been listening to ones. I One of my students had, I don't even know how she stumbled onto the book, you Are Your Own Gym by Mark Lauren. And she was just bragging today online how she had, her and her husband were on day two of his book. And Mark is in, had trained the Navy SEALs. And, he, of course, he was Navy. And then he got out and he's doing this other program now, book author. I interviewed Mark back in 2010 on the Coaches Inn when I was doing that podcast. So it was fun to go back and say, hey, listen to this when I interviewed Mark, lots of great tips. But exercise was one of the things that came up with almost every business owner I talked to in December. They wanted to get back exercising, figuring out how to make time. And all I can say is, you know, we do need to make time. We need to work smarter, more focused. Even myself, I think at times we're at our desk not really working. We're just pushing paper, moving the mouse around, pretending to be on social media, using it for business when we're really not. We're wasting time. We're dilly-dallying. And you know if you were paying an employee to do that, you would be a little bit annoyed. So when you catch yourself at those dilly-dally times, Go on over to YouTube. There are standing ab exercises. You don't have to go put on workout clothes. You could do a standing ab exercise 10 minutes in whatever clothes you're wearing. Just do a 10-minute workout. Grab some free weights and just do, you know, three sets of triceps or something. Try building in exercise. And even if it's only going to be the 10-minute snatches of time, that's better than nothing. It's a start. I'm really trying now. I was talking with another business owner the other day, and I said, I miss the Marine Corps 1130 to 1 PT. And mine was usually 1030 to 130, and nobody cared because I was a distance runner. I said, but I think I need to start blocking that time in my schedule again because I loved it. So get out your day planner, make 
time for exercise, even if it's just small small changes, small baby steps right now. And I'll be posting some things. I did post the interview with Mark over in the Mastermind group because he's got some really good things. And in his book, it's all exercises, using your body, no gym equipment. And he even has how you just, there's an exercise in there. You're basically holding, straddling a door open, and you've got hold of each door handle, and you're using it to pull yourself up, like push, like a, a crunch. It is a really neat book, but it's all the gym, you'll get a kick out of it. It's all our Marine Corps exercises, flutter kicks and hello dollies and push-ups and mountain climbers, the things we gave up doing. But, again, you don't need gym equipment, There's, and he makes a good point. You know, we spend a lot of time driving to the gym, and we don't have time as business owners to drive to the gym. So listen to the audio. It'll It'll hopefully inspire you. And then go on over to YouTube, and I'll be posting some things, too, to help you try to get back into an exercise routine. But you got to do it. It's good for your health. It's good for your brain, especially this time of year. And we all want that beach body come, you know, that five months, four months, before the sun's hitting and we're at the beach. So it looks like we've got quite a few people on the call right now, so let's jump right in. I want everybody to introduce themselves and tell us, of course, who you are, what your business is, and what's your purpose. What is your purpose? It's probably, and if you need a nudge, it's probably what is your mission? What are your value sets that that are guiding you? So who wants to go first? And I hear dead silence. So my I will. I was trying to get it off mute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paula Bradley. I am a wedding officiant. My business is Amazing Love. And my purpose is I'm a hopeless romantic, and I believe that every couple should have a wedding ceremony that they will remember and cherish for a lifetime. But that's my goal doing weddings, just to give couples that ceremony. I like that. And the reason I want everyone to focus really on the purpose is because, again, it comes across in the way we market, the way we sell ourselves in our sales pitch. And that, what Paula just said, is very very valuable, very unique. It's her selling point. It's something people would want to hear. Why should they choose her? Because she has, that's her purpose. So who wants to go next? I'll chime in. Okay. Melissa St. Clair with Paper Chaser Virtual Administrative Services. And my purpose is to help Busy solopreneurs get out from behind the desk and back into their business. Um, I handle a variety of back office administrative tasks remotely without disruption to your office. Love it. Who wants to go next? Okay, Judy, you're next. I see you waving your hand. Is Judy with us? Who else do we have? We have somebody else on the line. Okay, and... Is guest six. She's at her computer. It's sharing history and tradition with family foods. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I hope you and your mom are doing well. Anybody else? Where's Judy? Are you at your desk, Judy, or do you um run out and just 
Maybe she had to take dog out or something. Anybody else on the call? Do we have Martha on the call? Or Amy? I see somebody else on the phone. I'm not sure who that is. Okay, quiet one. Think about your purpose. And if it's stumping you, if you're like, oh, gosh, I don't know, well, then, you know, that's, Go back to your mission statement. Look at it. Think about why you started your business. Where, What is guiding your heart? Where's your heart in all of this? I think when you stop focusing on what feels good in your heart, you're, you get off task and you're doing what other people want you to do with your business, and, it, and then it becomes less fun. And I am convinced you should be doing what you love and... It should be natural. You should want to work 40 hours a day because you just love it and it doesn't seem like work. It should just, people should see and hear you talking about it and they should see the excitement in your eyes and hear it in your voice. So write down what your purpose is and keep it handy. Now that I've got, I think I've got most everybody on the call, again, um, some changes we're going to make to the program. I haven't written them down yet because they've been floating in my head and I have been absolutely swamped. I did not get the break I wanted, but that's okay. I'm not complaining. I'm very blessed. But right now, you know, everybody's had the 10-minute call toward the, the last week of the month, the last Thursday and Friday. I'm moving that to the beginning of the month or any time. I've kind of always said any time you need it, if those dates don't work, I'm going to be more flexible with that. I know some of you want one big call with me. So you can either do continue with the 10 minutes each month or you can do 30 minutes per quarter because most of you end up chatting with me on Facebook or we'll do a quick something. We've got the mastermind group to ask questions. But if you want a, the, the idea behind the bigger call just once a quarter is that we can focus more on your strategy and then we'll just touch in during the middle of the month mastermind call Use it for maintenance on, okay, how are you doing with that? What do you need help with? Because that's what that mastermind call at the middle of the month was for. And we've kind of got off track on using it for that. So if you want a longer call, just once per quarter, that's fine. But if you still want just a 10-minute every month, that's fine too. But you're going to have those two options. Another one The people that are local want to get together, so we're going to try to do, I think, a quarterly brunch on a Saturday. That seemed to work for most people to get that, again, kind of bond and just social is good. Big conversation I had over, it was more of an observation that became a conversation with other people when I was out delivering my goodie bags of homemade bread and things, it was just nice to visit with people. It was nice to pick a couple people. I just picked up the phone, people I hadn't talked to, clients from a while ago who I always refer, you know, are good referrals for me or references. You know, just having that long chat, a good chat. I predict. This is where I'm going, and I'll be focusing a lot this year. Facebook is just really getting annoying. It's full of a lot of hate right now. People seem, no matter what you post, somebody's got to pick it apart, turn it into a racist thing. It's just getting very yuck. I've met a lot of my friends who are business owners are thinking of just totally going off it. You know, I have shared how to use it now that the rules have changed. But I am convinced watching some of my career clients who don't know how to be social anymore, they're lacking the social skills of eye contact, listening to the nonverbal or listening to the verbal cues, and they're missing the nonverbal, that we need to get back to good old-fashioned socializing, 
and face-to-face. All of this behind the computer is nice and fun, and it's very valuable for me, but any time that I can have a real phone conversation or face-to-face, I'm going to be doing that. So I just think we need to get back to the to the visiting, the one-on-ones. And I had fun, you know, just dropping in and seeing some of you over the holidays, meeting, you know, I got to see Anita's twins that she babysits that are like her, her they're like her babies. I, I've always heard about the twins, never got to meet them, met her niece, you know, just quick drop off, you know, little things like that. I think we need to get back to visiting. So I will throw out, feel free to call, visit, my door's here. And if you want to do the 30-minute longer session, then you can do that in person or over the phone. It's probably not worth your time to do it for a 10-minute. And if you need to purchase additional minutes, of course, you've, you've always got that option at a discount. So I really see, again, 2015 going more into a more getting back to our social, being neighborly type face-to-face encounters. It is very important. I had a phone call today from, I I honestly don't know who he was because I couldn't catch his name, and he just kept going on and on. He's from one of the big radio stations. And he said, oh, I met you way at some of the, you know, he was naming off an event he met me, and I'm still, it's not ringing a bell with me. And he says, I got your card, and we need a speaker, and you were the first one I thought of. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. So somehow that connect, he remembered I had retired from the Marine Corps. So, again, something with a networking face-to-face, got his attention. He got my card, kept the card. I was still always in the back of his mind as someone that could help them. So it led to being invited to speak. So I think, again, we need to get back to those valuable face-to-face connections. Social media, again, has its purpose. It's great for some some of us, some of some of you. It's, it's not the best way to be, you know, to promote your business. So that's what we'll be focusing on, too. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Let me make sure I got everything that I want to go over for the new year. And, again, I'd love to see the group continue to grow, so send me some referrals. We'll probably do something maybe next month, a special to, you know, get people to see if we can get some new blood in the group. Um, And remember the secret group really is, you know, if you need a post shared or something, need a nudge, use it. Use each other. As Martha always says, you're her board of directors. Use each other. Everybody's got a different talent that really contributes to the mastermind group, the philosophy of a mastermind group. So, the, and I see Judy already, I don't know if she was already doing it when I sent the the, the, the course for the month. We're going to work on taming the clutter. I know we, I had posted in December, one day I said set a timer and record how much you can get done, and several of you earned a bonus session by participating in that, and as I still sit here surrounded, I swear, by more clutter, thanks to um, my personal shopper, Rhett, who just keeps finding deals and shopping for me. I've just got all these bags exploding all over my office now, and (laughs) Rhett's got a wonderful new something, something that she's going to program, she's going to be announced. And I love where she's going with Mommy Solutions this year. She's got some great stuff, and everybody's got such neat stuff. But in order to be ready to embrace a powerful 2015, to jump in with both feet, we've got to get rid of this mental clutter, the things that exhaust us. And a lot of the things that exhaust us are also the physical junk the clutter, the stuff around us. So in your handout this time, there's a couple of things I want you to do. And the first one, I had read just a snippet of this probably maybe in the summer that you should make your bed. 
Number one thing all business owners should do is make their bed every morning. Well, I'll be the one to tell you I don't make my I don't normally make my bed <laughs> that often. And I have started in the past couple months really trying to make my bed. And what it does, it's a mindset shift. When you make, you know, you pull up your sheets and everything's smooth and the comforter's pretty and you've got your pretty pillows and your stuffed animals and the pretty blanket at the end tossed over and, you know, it's just pretty. But it leads you to then pick up the clothes off the floor and put them in the hamper, pick up the clothes that need hung up and go to dry cleaners or that just need hung up. It just starts this picking up and organizing and putting it pretty and you're in control and it's relaxing. It relaxes you. It gets you started for the day. It signals time to get started. So I want you, if you're not a bed maker, just start making your bed every morning. Try to get in the habit. I know it may sound silly, but it puts you in a different mindset. And the other thing I want you to do, if you're not already doing it, and if you've worked with me for a while, you know I always say dress with a purpose. Now, that can have different meanings. I Summertime, I could say I'm always dressed ready to head out of the house, or if somebody stopped by, I would look good, professional. In the winter, because it just seems that winter clothes that are professional need dry cleaned, and with Miss Savannah, I don't want to have that dry cleaning bill, so I'm more in the yoga pants and a, you know, a, a sweater or something. But I'm still doing my makeup and my hair and brushing my teeth and putting on the lipstick and feeling like I look good, ready to go to my office. Again, it's a mindset shift. It signals time to work. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working in pajamas. Some days you're, you may be on a roll riding and you don't want to get dressed. That's okay. But for the most part, Think business owner and making the bed and getting dressed with a purpose, brushing your teeth, will help you prepare for a very focused day. And I challenge you this year to work smarter, not longer, to set the timer. I always steal that from Amy. I hope she's on the call of setting that timer, setting a time on a task. Like I'm I'm doing a project with my client in Germany and it was like, okay, I'm not, I could easily get lost all day in it, but you know what, I can only devote two hours to it today. So how much can I get done in two hours? Because then I have a client in Florida, I need to finish up a project with her. I've got a new client, got to start working on, you know, so set time limits as if you had an employer breathing down your neck to meet a deadline. Be focused, be productive. So. We're going to be doing all those things, but also this month, I broke this into weekly because I don't want you to get too overwhelmed. I want you to actually do the work. So this handout has weekly things, and then I also threw in a bonus session on it this month. So we're going to be meeting three times this month, counting today. So there's a quick little quiz. Does your clutter need taming? Would you be embarrassed if friends dropped in unexpectedly due to the clutter? I would if they wanted to come upstairs to where I'm working right now. Yes. <laughs> Do you avoid taming the clutter because it's overwhelming? Yes. Do you feel anxiety or anger when enter entering your environment? I can't work in clutter. I really cannot. I'm not productive. I'm not creative. I have to scoop it up and put it somewhere else. Uh, Do you buy things that you don't need because you can't find what you need but already own. How many times have we all bought more wrapping paper because we couldn't find where we put the wrapping paper or stamps or stationery, folders, maybe even paper, notepad, batteries. Somebody put, Melissa put batteries. So, again, these are things we're going to be working on because those waste money. Do you own things that seem to have no home or place to be stored? Yes, I do. 
Do you keep things you don't like because they were a gift? Yes, I do. Do you have clothes with tags still on them in your closet? That one I can say, well, I do have one, and it it was a dress. But I didn't buy it. Somebody gave it to me. But I did try to last year to get rid of all of that. And it's funny because when you start looking at your clothes with tags or even, you know, if you've got three colanders and 12 dozen wooden spoons or whatever it is piled up, that's money invested in those things that you could have invested in your business. When you attempt to tame the clutter, do you often just shove things into a closet and close the door real quick? Come on, everybody. Raise your hand if you've ever done that. My hand's in the air. I've even heard of putting it, putting it, and I've done this too, throw it in the spare bathroom, bathtub, and close the shower curtain. Oh, what do you do with that gift? Or in my case, my mother, this or that that I have no space for or need. Oh, mom's this or that that I have on my. We'll get on to that when I agree. I've got, you know, I think a lot of us are in that stage where we're starting to downsize. We had the bigger homes when we had kids, and now the kids are gone and we're smaller homes or through divorce. So we'll get back on that one because I'm going to be bringing it up in this homework. Um, What else do we have? Are you tired of wasting time cleaning, sorting, and hunting for things? Yes. I I need to get back. I used to have a gal who would come. I love Cindy to death. Great story on her getting a job, but I don't want to waste your time on it. But she finally got a fabulous job offer. But she used to come about once a month, and she would do all my filing, and she would go through the junk mail file, and she would stand there with beside my desk, and she'd say, stop what you're doing. Go put this away. Nope, don't put it there on your desk. Go put it away. And she would make me go finish filing the things that she couldn't file. And that's my problem. I need another Cindy who can come to my office and take care of those little things and just, you know, help out because I can't have time to do, I don't have time to do anything. And then number 10, are you ready to enjoy your environment? And hopefully you are. I mean, we should love our space no matter where we're living, whether, you know, I've lived in base housing that, you know, you just make the best of it. I lived in Okinawa base housing with cement walls. You couldn't do anything with those walls. You know, you tried to duct tape a picture to the wall or because you couldn't do a whole lot of damage. So this homework, or I'll call it homework, it, it, and it's kind of fun. I think it's fun. But it's going to take you really examining the clutter because clutter and it just overwhelms you. It can zap your energy. It can actually make you physically sick. So the first, what you're going to do this first week is go room by room. And I think Judy's been doing that today from what I saw. But you're going to start with the outside, which, of course, right now, it's kind of, I don't know about you, but my yard is just, yeah. Does the lawn need mowed? Well, your, your lawn right now probably does not need mowed. But there may be trash from the neighbors that's blown into your yard. Or, um, you know, I have on here, do your leaves need raked? Are the garden hoses laying in a heap across the lawn or neatly rolled? Well, my garden hoses just need trash because they leak and they're a pain. Yes, the leaves need raked. Is there trash? No, thank God. And, you know, where even are your trash cans? Are they unsightly? Do they annoy you? You know, anybody that's been here, most people leave their cans on the curb. I refuse to use a trash service because I don't want that ugly can out there. My neighbor's kind enough to say, just throw your one bag of trash. That's about all I have a week. I use his can. Now, if I looked at the outside, I would say those cats, Boxes for the feral cats drive me nuts. They're unsightly. But really kind of walk through this. Look at, you know, your garage, your carport. What things could you trip on and hurt yourself? Because, again, those are safety hazards. You can't, as a business owner, be laid up. Go into your kitchen. Do you have duplicate appliances? 
You know, do you like your kitchen or do you have that countertop that's overflowing with junk? I always have a fruit basket that somehow becomes a basket of receipts and junk. And about once a month I get fed up with it and start throwing crap out. And for me, I cannot stand messy tops of the refrigerator. So look at your kitchen. You know, cluttered kitchens are a health and safety hazard. Then you move on to the living room. Again, you know, out-of-season decorations. Um, is there dust? Because, again, those make you are unhealthy, the dust. What's the year on the magazines? Maybe it's time. If you're like me, you're a magazine junkie. And then about every couple months or a quarter, you, you grab a two-foot stack of magazines and you just get rid of them, whether you've read them or not. Folded laundry, you know, my thing with folded laundry, you know, clean laundry, you've got laundry sitting around, kids, you know, and I've had the kids that do it, they they dig through it and it falls on the floor and then somebody walks on it and then the next thing you know you're rewashing clean laundry because you don't even know if it's clean anymore. So look at your living room, dining room. Can you can you even sit at your table? I've gone to people's houses, not any of you, but family and friends that you can't even really sit at their table. It's so cluttered. It, it's uninviting. So... Think about what what do you want that dining room to be? Is it the hub of family entertainment? You know, I had fun going to some of your houses over the holidays and sitting at your table, your bar your the countertop with bar stools is very inviting, it's very relaxing, which kind of goes back into that visiting. That's you know, it's just wonderful to have those face to face connections. I we need to be doing more of that. And again, the bathroom. I cannot stand a messy bathroom. That just drives me nuts. Um, looking in the cabinets, I remember <laughs> a friend came to my house one time, and I always have the ugly towels for my hair when I color my hair. And this person said, I said, oh, just grab a towel from under the sink or something like that. Oh, I'm going to buy you some new towels. They had used a ratty towel that looked like Savannah had played tug of war with it. I was so embarrassed. It's like, okay, let me hide the ugly towels. But, you know, look at your bathroom. Where are your, med- your medicines stored? Because you don't want the humidity from the bathroom ruining your meds. And look at what needs tossed, what's outdated, what's expired. Again, eliminate that clutter. I know my spare bathroom has enough ugly, gross towels to give every feral cat a, a towel of their own to use as bedding. You know, sometimes you save those things and, oh, I'll use it for a cleaning rag. Well, how many of them do you really need? And then again, back to the bedroom, going through your dresser and your, you know, the socks without mates. And, you know, if you've got socks without mates, you can do that one Pinterest project, filling them with cat litter and putting them in your car to absorb the dampness so your car windows don't fog up. Um, kids' toys, you know, for me it's Savannah's toys or her bone. There's nothing worse than, you know, tripping or accidentally kicking a dog bone with a bare toe. It really hurts, worse than a Barbie heel or a Lego. And then look at your home office. Can you even see your desk? Where's your mail? Because if you're losing bills or forgetting to invoice or checking to see who, you know, if there's a system out of place, it's costing you money. Late fees, not charging a client a late fee, not following up, forgetting to um, invoice someone, it's costing you money. So that's your week one. Then in week two, we're going to really talk about and examine the mental side of clutter. Why are you keeping the clutter? What's the meaning behind it? And that's where we're looking at, you know, is it clutter that, you know, it has an attachment because it was a family heirloom. I had a friend who, um, she still had... I mean, she had, like, double of everything, washer and dryer, all of this furniture that belonged to her mom, and she didn't know what to do with it, so she never did anything with it. Well, there's a point, you know, it's, you can't keep everything, and I don't think your parents expect you to keep everything. And it's, 
some of that stuff is, um, you know, you just really got to think about why, what does it mean? Like I have a couple of pins from my grandma that I just absolutely love. I will probably not wear them. They could lay in a jewelry box and be clutter, or I can go get them put in a little, you know, shadow box picture frame and use them on the wall. I collect antique handkerchiefs. I'm still trying to figure out what to do with them. But, you know, to one person that's clutter, to me they have value. So only you can really examine and answer some of that. But think about if you really lost all the clutter in in a fire, would you be upset? And I think if the answer is no, then you know you can easily get rid of it. And if it's something that, you know, you'd be upset whether it's, a, you know, maybe a buffet or an antique piece of furniture, then you know to keep it. And for those of us that have been in the military, you know, we, um, I think we, we're, we're not typically hoarders because we've always had that weight limit. On page 10 of the handout is changing the behavior because, you know, just cluttering, decluttering, if you don't change the behavior behind it, you're just going to get new clutter. So you have to look at the old behavior and belief and look at the new one. Identify it and replace it with a new behavior. So maybe old behavior is you keep all your ink magazines or Forbes or Fast Company, your favorite magazines, you keep them all. And what's the belief behind it? You're going to reread them. There's something pretty in there. Who knows? What's your belief is? New belief, new magazine comes in the mailbox, old one gets tossed. Or it gets one quick look through and it's gone. Buying new wooden spoons, toss the old burned ones, ugly ones, get them out of there. There's a little poem by Albert Einstein, out of clutter, find simplicity, from discord, find harmony, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity, Albert Einstein, three rules of work. Clutter just, I mean, it just, I mean, thank God you can't see my office right now, I am surrounded by it, but again, it's, some of this has to go, I look around, it's like, okay, I've got an old ratty quilt, but it has value, sentimental value because my friend's aunt made it for me when I helped them. I have two, and the closet's open so I can see it. The two sets of drapes, I don't know what to do with them. I guess I could donate them. I need to put my whiteboard on the wall with the hooks are sitting here. I've got a flower pot with a dead plant in it. Um, you know, so, so i got to do this too. And it might just be, you know, again, you need help taming the clutter. You need, you know, help with the housework, help with the laundry, because you're so busy running your business. And that's okay. Again, you've got priorities, and when you're a business owner, the business is the priority, and it's the laundry and everything else that takes second place. So on week three of this exercise, will you be keeping your clutter? How will you tame it if you're going to keep it? Will you need to buy storage or uh, storage containers or rent a storage unit? Now, I already know it's time for me to move some old client files. I technically, by law, don't need to keep them, but I would like to keep them, so I need to go buy those file boxes and get them out to a shed or get them up on the top shelf of a closet. And if you're not keeping your clutter, how are you going to tame it? Are you going to donate it and get a tax write-off for next year? Are you going to take it to a consignment shop, a thrift store, somewhere where you can make some money? If you got any furniture and you're going to put it on the curb, just let me know so I can come drive by and turn it into a Pinterest project. And Judy will help me with that. And... You know, some of the places, the Goodwill, Salvation Army, they'll come pick up your clutter. And I think, I find it amazing, no one will take textbooks anymore, even the Goodwill store. We don't take textbooks, so 
Jim and I have got closets full of expensive two, $300 textbooks that nobody wants. So I think we'll have to do a Pinterest project with them and make a coffee table or something. Um, can your clutter be recycled? Can you take it to the landfill? And then how often are you going to tame your clutter? Are you going to have a weekly schedule, daily, monthly, quarterly? And remember to dispose of clutter in a safe manner. I mean, I've got a closet full of paint. I know I need to put kitty litter in it to absorb it. I just can't go dump it down the sewage thing or, you know, be responsible with it, especially when it comes to things that could hurt animals. And, you know, maybe you're going to need help. Maybe you need to call us all over and say, I need a day of everybody helping me clean out this storage shed. Or, you know, I know one year I tried making my children take, they each have a plastic tub full of all their stuff from when they were little. And I said, okay, everybody needs to take it. And one of them said, oh, well, I don't have room in my car today. And when I when they left, they left, they all left their stuff. I couldn't get rid of it. So it's all out in my shed. And it's like, oh, I don't want my children's clutter. And I I know if I go out in my shed, I, I've got light fixtures, things I should take to just Habitat for Humanity, because I've tried giving them to my neighbor, and he doesn't need them either. But, you know, we have, we've all got that stuff. So... Um, I think Anne, your guess six, right? I can think I've lost track. Okay, yeah. She needs, says we can have a declutter weekend and let unbiased persons stay say what stays or goes. That is a great idea. And I will tell you, I had a client coming. I think it was two or three years ago, and. I mean, I think most of you know my husband had left, and he we had already ripped out all the carpet, and, I, and he left me with, like, no money. And I didn't have money to buy new carpet before she came, and she wanted to stay with me, which was fine, in this little spare bedroom. So I painted the floors, I stenciled them, and... Why would it give you hives, Judy? I don't know which one you're replying to, telling people what having somebody else says what stays or goes. But Ganilla and her husband came over, and yeah, I'm not one to ask people to help me, but she asked if we needed if I needed any help, and and I did. I couldn't figure out how to somehow. I don't even remember why. One of the closet doors had come off, and. Her and her husband came over, and they helped me finish touching up paint and hanging a towel rack and putting one of those, you know, again, it seems kind of, they were just things, you know, you take out the carpet so this little thing that keeps the linoleum down is off. Randy cut a new one, put that on for me, hung the door. She helped me just stage the closet so it was pretty, but Ganilla did that. Nope, don't, don't put that there. You go throw it away. You go find a home for that. She did that, pushing me to get stuff done and organized. So if Vanilla came over right now, she would just slap me silly because the closet has lost its prettiness and has become the junk thing again because I can't get into the attic. I can barely toss a suitcase up there. So, again, maybe we need to have a declutter day. But make sure you're not just shoveling clutter from one place to another. And then on week four, make sure you put this in your day planner, January 27th. We will jump on the call at 8 o'clock. And every 15 minutes, you're going to tell me what, tell the group what you're going to be working on decluttering. Hopefully you still don't have a whole lot to do, but you may have something and you're going to check in in every 15 minutes and tell us the progress. And I encourage you all to take pictures as you're decluttering this month and posting in the secret group just to keep each other motivated. And it, it's um, there's no shame in saying you have clutter or you have stuff.
stuff you need to go through, especially for veterans. I hear people all the time. I had a client. We were talking. He stopped by to visit, which, again, I loved it during the holidays, visiting, catching up with everybody, sending them off with a bag of goodies of breads and candies and such. And he says, I think I'm ready to throw away all my uniforms. And I said, no, you got to save one of each. I saved my camis with the red patch. I was a red patcher at one point. I've got all my unit T-shirts. I've got my alphas. I've got my favorite, you know. But I said, keep one of everything. Don't just throw them all. I got my jungle boots when jungle boots were cool. So, you know, we all have that stuff that sometimes it's just, you know, maybe it's textbooks, maybe it's, Kids' baby clothes. Oh, my God. I finally got to the point it was, um, okay, I'll save a few outfits, but the rest is gone. They each have their few outfits and their baby blanket, and that's it. So, All right. So on the last page of this, reminders again, contact me for your session, whether you want a 10-minute or a 30-minute. And if you want more than 30 or more than your 10, you know, just contact me for extra, you know, you can buy extra minutes at a discount. And Melissa, Anita, Judy, Rhett, and Ganilla, you've got 15 minutes extra. Melissa, you actually have 180 minutes that you bought. Amy and Judy, you each have an extra hour from something that was back in March 31st, a challenge we did. So you've got an hour for that. Martha, you got a bonus 30 minutes for driving the furthest for the vision board party we did. So a lot of you have minutes built up already, extra minutes. So if you want to use them, again, the, the idea was we meet at the beginning of the month, really plan your strategy for that month or talk through it, then use again the mastermind call that we'll have the third Tuesday of each month to touch base, use the secret group to ask questions, to ask for support, ideas, staying on task, that type of thing. So your action items this month, complete the homework. Don't rush through this, you know. And (laughs) I'm watching the conversation online. Don't rush through. Really do it because you are going to feel such a release, such a sense of well-being, a calmness. At my retreat, we did the toleration list, and I think I've talked to you all about this before. As you're decluttering, make make a new toleration list. Pull out your old toleration list and start working at it. You know, I did learned about the toleration list when I was in Allie Brown's Higher Power Group last summer. And, gosh, when you can knock off, even just, you know, for me it's some, you know, sometimes it's the little things, the annoying things, like a light bulb that you can't figure out how to change. Or I don't know why. In one bathroom I've got the the vent thing is all rusted and ugly. That just annoys me. That's going to be the first thing this week that gets off of that list. But make your toleration list. Start making your bed every morning. Make it pretty or macho if you're a man and you don't want a pretty bed. But just make your bed. It's going to help you get dressed with a purpose. And, again, it could still be yoga pants and flip-flops, but make sure you just feel, you know, make sure you shower, brush your teeth, and you feel put together. And then when you're at your desk, really pay attention to why are you sitting there. Be focused and have a purpose. And I challenge you, if you've been working eight hours a day just feeling like you're getting nothing done, tell yourself you only have four hours to get whatever it is done that day because you are going to exercise. You are going to take time for professional reading. You are going to take time for your coaching homework. I was kind of... I get shocked. There was a couple people I talked to who haven't been keeping up with, the, they haven't been using the, the mastermind for what it is. They haven't been working through the courses. They haven't been printing them or even really keeping them or listening to the calls. And I 
you know, talking with these people, it really came down to I don't think they they saw this as an investment in their business. So really remember, you're investing in your business by being in the mastermind group, and you get out of it what you put in it. You can so much more maximize that investment because the opportunities to work with me and to work with each other is phenomenal. I mean, it just, your investment is so tiny compared to the value of the program. So I hope you understand that and get it. And to work through these really do, you know, you may not have time to do all of them, but you will, it will still be in your brain. You will have learned about it. You will, you know, just kind of like going with back to the Think and Grow Rich book. You know, we, you know, when I interviewed Linda and she said she pulls it out and knows a lot of people that read it each year and each year they see something new in it. That's the way the calls are. Re-listen re to them. Listen to them if you can't attend live. Try to make the effort to come to the call and to engage with each other. So Judy says they have the truck in the garage. Woohoo! So she has been busy. Um, so that's what we're going to be working on this month, and then next month we'll really just keep moving again because... You know, I can't say it enough. Taming the clutter, getting it under control will free you up, especially if it's this horrible time of the year for many people with it just, you know, we're get it's been beautiful, we're getting ready for some cold weather, artificial heat and, you know, lack of sunshine, all of that. Try to take advantage that you can to make your mind feel good. Get rid of the clutter. So have fun with this, and again, you've got mark your calendar for January 27th, a bonus call that night, and we'll be taming clutter or doing something. Even if it's just setting up new files, you'll be doing something that night, having fun. So, any comments on taming the clutter? Anybody got a comment, thoughts? I see Ann and Judy. Judy, looks like Judy's going to go help Ann clean up, declutter. Something she's great at. And you know, Judy, that could be a business. You know, some of the, sometimes the things you love are what people will pay you to do. I had, I met a gal, her name's Helen Long. She's on my Facebook and she's on LinkedIn. She is a professional organizer for estate sales. When people pass, she goes to the homes and organizes all the antiques and everything and gets it ready for work. She, I think she works kind of conjunction with the auction house and gets things ready for estate sales. She loves what she does. She organizes it, gets it staged, all that stuff. So... I think Anita has taken a, taken that professional organizer course because that's how I met Marcinda Clemens. She contacted me to come speak at the course, and I think that's how I met Anita. It was either the event planning or the professional organizer course. I met Anita through that. So it is, a, you know, lots of courses. I just, my only thing is don't go crazy buying stuff to organize. I'm not, I, you know, I kind of always, my ex always had to have everything in plastic tubs, and I'm like, you know how much money is in those plastic tubs? Why can't we just use a box or a trash bag? So think about, you know, where you're going to be storing and what works. Now, before we close, I want everybody to think about what is your stretch goal for the year? What is one thing you're going to do that is just absolutely going to take you out of your comfort zone? And then also what is one goal for this month that you want us to hold you accountable for doing? So be prepared to jump on and tell us your stretch goal for the year. 
and then a goal for this month. And, again, when we come back on the 20th, that's going to be the call where we, we focus again. Okay, how are you doing on that goal? What have you done? What do you need us continue to help with? What do you need to brainstorm? That type of thing. So, Melissa, I'm just going to go down the list that I see on the computer. Melissa, what's your stretch goal for the year? And if you don't know what, and I'm not just meaning Melissa when I say this, if you don't know what your stretch goal is, I'm sure I can help you figure it out because I I see some of you just still holding yourself back, but I am confident that once we get this clutter out of the way and I can just give you a big push, you're going to be going good. All right, stretch goal, teleclass, and short goal, video this month. What's the video going to be on? Or what's it going to be? What type of video? Okay. She needs to determine a topic. And that might be um, something that you go out with SurveyMonkey or just ask the mastermind group, what do people need to know? What do you... What's your questions about a VA or working with a VA that I should put in a topic? I saw a VA today advertising her services, and there was just so many things wrong with her flyer that I just just wanted to shake her. And it pained me because I met her through a group I belonged to years ago. I had been invited to, to be part of a panel for a a women's group that was starting online, and she had us broken into different expert things. But the girl was a virtual assistant and doing the website, and she was just screwing it up and not meeting deadlines. And the girl finally blasted her, and I felt really bad for her. But today I noticed she had, as an email address, info at blah, blah, blah. You never use something as impersonal as info at. You always have a person's name or at a minimum customer care. You you know, you make it more personal than that. And I thought, she's a VA, she should know that. And then she had her business abbreviated in this circle. And so the business initials are NL, and then she had VA. Well, it looked like it was supposed to be maybe Nevada, Virginia. Like you were trying to put a state with it, like something was misspelled. You were not connecting. I mean, it was a bad logo. I don't know who told her it was a good logo, but it was an awful logo. I couldn't because, again, when you see VA, there's so many different definitions of what it is. Is it Virginia? Is it Veterans Administration? And I just thought, wow, what a hot mess. She's spending all this money, and she's a hot mess. So lots of lots of ideas that could be for that. So, Judy, what is your stretch goal for the year and a goal for this month? And you can type in the chat window if you want, if it's easier. Need to... Um, Developing the new business. I like that. I'm excited about that. (laughs) I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. And I know your goals are just off the chart. They're going to be, they're just unbelievable. I think Ann's goals are going to be manufacturing for the product and Making millions. (laughs) And who else do we have? Apollo, what are your goals? Stretch goal and um, just goal for the month. I'm not here in Paula. 
She's probably just surviving the um, wedding shows this month. And finding homes for all her cats. So Anne's goal, yes, manufacturing, adding 10 profitable retail stores. Yeah. Now people are excited. My daughter took the um, an old jar of the relish to the Carolina Panthers game the other day, and she posted a picture. And she said the people loved it, and they wanted hotter, spicier. So we may need to keep that one in mind. I am just confident that 2015 is going to be a fabulous year. It's already, um, you know, off to a great start for many of you. So I'm excited. Um, Trying to think what else we need to go over. Calls, you know, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock right now. Again, your one-on-one call, you can either keep it at the 10-minute each month or um, do a 30-minute per quarter and add extra if you need to. Really use your day planner and make, you know, schedule those times. Schedule time limits on your activities. Um, Schedule an exercise. Focus on the revenue. Start thinking, you know, we got Valentine's Day. It seems like we're just finished with Christmas. But start thinking about your Valentine's, all of those things. Um, I am I am swamped, honestly. So I love it. Always like referrals, though. Still need more clients. Would love the new clients. Love the ones I have. Um, I will be teaching Monday and Wednesday nights at Camp Lejeune, so those nights I'm not available. Um, Anybody got anything else? I feel like I've done lots and lots of talking. Just lots to tell you, lots to get you pumped up. It's going to be a great year. Here's another thing I challenge you, whether you write it in the bottom of your day planner or you keep a journal or you just get an old mason jar and every day you you write on a slip of paper something you're grateful for, a gratitude jar. I think I posted it. I saw it on Pinterest. I just think it's a fabulous idea because there's always something to be thankful for. Things will always work out. You've just got to believe. You've got to. I think everybody on here is very strong in their faith, and you just need to believe it will all work out. There's, you know, there's timing. There's God's timing. It's not always our timing, but it will always work out. It just, just have faith. And if you find yourself going from, you know, kind of the trial and error from one to another, Remember that, you know, use those things as stepping stones. Those were lessons learned to get you where you're supposed to be. So good night, Melissa. She says good night. Anne says thanks, everyone, for keeping her mom in their prayers. They're being heard. Yes, they are. And... um, You know, I'm always over on Facebook. can text, you can call. Um, I'm here. So use the group. Use each other to, you know, brainstorm. That's what the whole mastermind, the beauty of it is. Again, lots going on. You got to take care of your health mentally and physically. So with that, if there's, anybody have anything else? If not, I'll just wrap up the call and You can all start taming the clutter and have a great week. I I feel like I don't even know what day it is. I'm so confused with all the holidays, and I actually slept till 8 o'clock one day. Been staying up late and sleeping late. So unlike me. But everyone have a great night. 
continue to focus on turning your dreams into reality because that's what it's about, living your life on your terms, doing what you love, using your God-given talents. Thank you. So everyone have a great night. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.